0: And I thought maybe we would just, on philanthropy today, bring Vern Henriksen, in, President, CEO, Chief Recycler and Bottle Washer here at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. And talk about 2022. It was quite a
1: year for, for the foundation. It is. We, uh, we say that often, but the, the community foundation is growing on a regular basis uh, the market was a little bit sketchy for us at the beginning of the year but uh, uh, it's rebounding some and uh, hopefully it rebounds uh, this last week in a great way to kind of keep us going but uh, it doesn't stop what we do. Uh, we still run a lot of money through here and uh, provide a lot of grants and services to our nonprofit community and uh, we're excited about that. well let's talk a bit about some of the things
0: you, you know you you just mentioned the word grant and and i think that this is sensational because you know part of the function of the greater manhattan community foundation is to dispense dollars that are brought in from various funds and interest and investments and such you had a banner year
1: we did uh, i mean it's we're not done yet um, but we're north of 25 million at this stage of the game and wow. uh, so you give twenty five million away, and your assets grow, and uh, you tend to wonder, like, uh, this is kind of crazy stuff. And so it's kind of the way it works. Uh, we have uh, been very generous and and managed several uh, uh, philanthropic funds for families, individuals, or groups, and uh, donor advised funds. And so that uh, that process is the fun part, and it's just amazing how that continues to. Draw more interest in the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation's uh, management of things, and so we we are growing as an organization uh, in many many ways. And and speaking of growing, let's
0: talk about the affiliate partner associations that you have. That's a number that has bumped up, and and may even see some further increases in
1: twenty twenty three. Yeah, you know we uh, we have uh started the year with 15 affiliates and uh, we call them partners they're an affiliate if they don't have a 501c3 status and they're an associate if they do have a 501c3 status and so we have three associates uh atchison clay center and womigo at this stage of the game but um, we did take on our 16th uh partner this year and uh in the Blue Rapids, Olsburg area. Uh, they started a community foundation there. And and so it's just an emerging element. Uh, not a lot of assets yet, but certainly that will grow. And, you know, one of the things that we heard from our state, or state association that um, affiliates, which are our partners, uh, they reach a million dollars in assets faster than anybody else in the state of Kansas. And so there are reasons for that, uh, and uh, largely because we support them very well with a whole with not a whole lot of costs, and uh, and that helps them grow. It helps us grow in the process, but more than anything, it helps uh, make a difference in the communities that they serve.
0: You know, speaking of making difference in the communities, the match days in 2022 were something that just you know, I think. Kind of blew everything
1: out of the water. Is just like what tremendous success on on just all of them. I believe. Well, and that's uh, that's part of the reason our growth has been so fast with them. Um, you know, this year we exceeded five million dollars collectively in in match days. Uh, now, one point seven of that was our Manhattan match day and in our Grow Green match day, but. Nonetheless, the uh, collectively that that whole number was up three quarters of a million dollars from from last year, and and so that was fourteen match days. We have three of them that don't have match days, but I I assume that that will probably change as we move forward. And uh, so we're excited. I mean, we've kind of you know uh, self proclaimed ourselves the match day capital of the world, <laughs> and uh, we do more of them than anybody else in the state of Kansas, and uh, we have a great partnership with our. Um, our website developer that does these match days uh, sites for us. And uh, it it provides a very easy, uh, you know, ability for people to contribute funds on that day. And and so it's exciting uh, for all of these communities to see those numbers grow. You know, really it's a celebration of the community.
0: You know, from a, you know, not just from a philanthropic aspect, but you know, it's it it's it's a source of pride for many of these communities now when they see these numbers come in and they realize how many organizations, how
1: many people they can help. Oh yeah, and the uh, so I, some of the things that are told to me from these community leaders each time is uh, it's always humbling to know that they look at us as, and are gracious to us for what we do. But you know, one of the individual leaders in one community may— made the comment to me that this is the most significant event that happens in that community because not necessarily because the dollars raised or, or different things, but it brings the community together. And, uh, it's kind of that day where everybody rallies around those of us that are old, uh, uh, farm boys we kind of talk about it like a, f- a barn raising where everybody right. gets together and you know builds the barn for their neighbor and uh, did you ever
0: do that for your neighbors back uh, in I, Woodbine? I,
1: I did not i, I filled the barn not, but yeah, i didn't yeah. build the barn right. so uh, <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's fun and um, if we can make them feel good about our community here in manhattan and the and the staff that we have uh, i mean that's a pleasure for us you know, we have uh, the Grow Green Match Day in
0: Manhattan that'll be coming up April. Is it the 21st because the 22nd's on a Friday? Right.
1: This year in 23 will be April 21st. Okay. So that, uh, with those match days, I mean, these go out through the course of the year. Ours is the first one in April, and then they kind of move through the course of the year after we, after we get started. So, I think one of the things that stands out
0: about uh, 2022 to me is how much emphasis there has been in the arts in and around Manhattan specifically, because, you know, the murals, you know, you talk about the Museum of uh, Art and Light, and so many other things, uh, statues that we've had in the community. It, there, there seems to be just a, a growing interest in beautifying our community through art.
1: Indeed, and I think we have to uh, tip our hat to Lincoln and Dorothy Deal. Uh, They left us an endowment uh, several years ago, uh, and part of that endowment was for community art, and uh, it took us a while to kind of get the the engine started, but we've got a great Community art committee here with uh, amongst our trustees, and and we've been able to allocate funds and in that process, and so we've had murals, we've had sculptures, uh, we've had lots of things go. We've got we're working with the school system now, and you know the the things that are on the list, uh, you know, is significant, and uh, we're just happy to be able to honor them in their gift in the community uh, that they love so much, and so uh, it'll be uh, something that'll go on and on forever. You left out the air guitar contest. <laughs> yes. The air guitar contest, <laughs> yes. I did leave that out. So, uh. Probably a pretty good reason why.
0: <laughs> well, uh, you know, you talk about some of the uh, the grants, and, you know, there's just a tremendous lineup of, you know, when you talk about $25 million that uh, you have passed through uh, the communities. That's, that's an astounding number. But it also shows that there's still... Is a need, you know. We're post-pandemic, sort of. You know, we still have people that are having COVID issues. We still have hospitals that are, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with space and capacity issues. There, there's still plenty of challenges as we look forward to 2023.
1: No question, and uh, I'd I'd like to take the time here to maybe review the grant programs that we oversee in that process. That kind of uh, feed into that 25 million. And uh, without getting into all the numbers, I mean, we start the year in our early year with the grants for greater manhattan program now this is a series of funds that have been left us through estates or one way shape or form uh that really don't amount to a large themselves but they collectively you know they feed into a pool of funds that we give out you know close to a quarter million dollars a year for and then and all of those grants are under ten thousand dollars and and they they work quite nicely we talked about the deal community arts fund um you know, they give a couple hundred thousand dollars away a year out of that. But then the deal grants fund for basic human needs and youth programs is, uh, uh, you know, they're close to another $800,000 that uh, that they give out away a year. So that's uh, a true significance. And, and that committee or those committees meet quarterly. So those are distributed all year long. The Yes Fund, uh, we're, again, setting records uh, for after-school programs. That's a summer grant uh, cycle that, uh, that basically raises about three-quarters of a million dollars to support youth and, and after-school uh, efforts. Our own uh, YIC kids, uh, our youth impacting community. It's a program that we have here at the foundation, and you know they've given away twenty thousand dollars a year, and we kind of structure that so that they learn how how the trustees work, how the whole grant process work, and so in the fall they kind of they look about. Uh, uh, how they can give away ten thousand dollars from grants that, that have applied and in the spring they turn it around and we say okay well who's made a difference in your life as a as a youth and we want you to decide without any grant uh, request where you want to distribute another ten thousand dollars and so that's uh, that's always fun of course scholarships is a uh, is something that everybody uh, kind of understands we administer about 40 uh, or excuse me about four hundred thousand dollars worth of scholarships a year and and that's through the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, but it's in c- conjunction with several school districts and, and areas. Our own Manhattan Ogden Public School Foundation is a part of that. And so we're excited to do that. And then um, the world is uh, uh, has really kind of caught on to the donor-advised fund eff- effort. Uh, this is where an individual can... They don't start their own private foundation, but they start a fund that they can uh, contribute to, get the immediate tax benefits for it, but then they can delay the decision of that process. And we had uh, nearly $9 million in donor-advised funds that were given out last year from several donor-advised fund areas, and so excited about that. Um, designated grants? uh probably six million-plus that uh, go in that area, and and these are designated for a specific cause by a specific person uh, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, maybe it's animals, maybe it's uh, youth, maybe it's uh, a- after school or things like that, uh, but, you know, another big area that we have in, in that whole process. The Butler Family Foundation uh, started a fund here in, in honor of Bernie and his resources, and they're giving a half million dollars away a year through the Community Foundation. Uh, the Goldstein Foundation, you know, they're giving away nearly a million dollars a year in, in what they do, and they largely focus on capital projects in the community, but uh, here again, honoring Jack and uh, his leadership for the community, and and then, of course, uh, Phil Howe and the Howe Family Foundation. Phil's our match day donor, so he, he gives away, last year's number was close to $425,000 in match money that he gives, but, uh, you know, that number uh, nears a million dollars every year that he gives back to the community, and so... These are just kind of a sampling of uh, of the twenty five million that we give out in so many ways, and and uh, it it really is um, humbling to see this that uh, we really touch about all aspects of the community and throughout this process, And not only our community but uh, uh, several other communities in northeast Kansas. Um, our fund, we have about 1,500 funds that we oversee. About 300 of them are in the Manhattan area. The rest are in these other 16 communities. And so those numbers feed into these totals that I've given you here, too. So it's exciting to, to see the impact that uh, philanthropists make in this in our state. So,
0: Do you see the the potential for additional communities coming in to be partners or affiliates?
1: Oh, undoubtedly, yes. Uh, it's not something that we, we recruit for. Uh, it's kind of a word of mouth that people see and they hear how communities are receiving these funds by working with us, and so we're more than excited to entertain the conversation. Uh, you know, some of them choose to stay under their own umbrella and, and do things, and we're totally respectful of that. But uh, uh, there's no question that the service that we offer is uh, is golden, and I say that uh, with a lot of pride. Um, we really want to make sure that these individuals uh, relish what we're. We're helping them with and, and value what we're doing to help their community grow what do you see
0: as some of the opportunities and challenges for 2023
1: well it's kind of a, a, a fun time for us you know the community Foundation here started in 1999 and uh, you know we've had some uh, board discussion here recently and and this is kind kind of a cool time for us to really create some vision for the future and uh, not that we don't think about the future and in the past you know we've always done our planning and our year-end planning and kind of vision but you know the board the trustees or the whole governance structure the staffing of the community foundation is now set up to where we can manage things pretty well and and we can provide um in our growth, we're over 200 million, and then we can provide services to the community that probably we couldn't have done many years before. And so, our visioning process, uh, even in early in the year in 2023, with the board, with our staff, is looking to hey, when we become a $500 million foundation, what what are our staff needs? What are what are our services that we want to provide? What are the differences that we want to make in this community? And so we know we're going to grow, and we know we're going to do more, and uh, we want to be prepared for that. And, uh, and we want the community who has certainly supported us with their gifts and funds, we want them to know that we're not just sitting here waiting for them to give money. We have ideas of how we want to make a difference in uh, in this uh, community in this region, and uh, we want to inspire them to uh, maybe give a little more in that whole process as well.
0: One of the things that inspires many people is what will be coming up: the CFAs with its tenth anniversary.
1: Yeah, that's always a, a pleasure evening. Uh, it's it was designed early on. Uh, you know, when I came here, the twenty fourteen. Uh, annual meeting uh, CFA event was our first one um, and it was designed to bring philanthropists and nonprofits and stories uh, of what's been going on from donors and nonprofits into the same room for an evening and uh, uh, I couldn't uh, feel better about uh, the results of it uh, this will be our tenth year coming up and and we have um, we've given a lot of awards out to a lot of great people great causes in the process and it's but it's just a it's a great evening to learn about what's going on in your community and feel feel prideful about what's going on and, and uh, the difference that are made. And I have community leaders every year come to me afterwards and say, you know, we thought we knew everything was going on in this community, but you've come up with another story again this year, and, and uh, that's that's really cool. So It's really one of the most heartwarming events that I participate
0: in, and I think that says a lot about, you know, how it's structured and... And uh, what the event actually does, and that's to, you know, in, in a lot of respects, teach. Teach people about what we have, what we do, the people that
1: uh, do things, and then obviously to celebrate them. Right. And that's kind of the whole idea of getting philanthropists and nonprofits together so that they they can inspire each other. And, um, and you know, one individual that sees somebody make a gift for, to a cause and the results of that uh, Uh, They go home and say, hey, you know, let's do this. We can do this, too. And, you know, that might be the element that come out of that. And, uh, you know, somebody learns about a a giving manner, a giving vehicle that somebody used and said, hey, I didn't realize that, that we could do something that way. What are these donor-advised funds or these charitable gifts, annuities? You know, how does that work? And so, uh, you know, the idea that we can just kind of keep that philanthropic discussion going in, in many, many ways. Uh, gift of grain, you know that's something that our rural communities have taken advantage of, and you know, a lot of people wouldn't even think about doing that. And that the, we talk about it, and we make it out there, and uh, and that's been a productive part of giving in a lot of areas. So I think
0: also with 2022, we ought to talk about some uh, changes in staffing around here.
1: Absolutely. This is. Uh, we had two big uh, staff hires this year to kind of grow. They were uh, certainly on the radar, but not from an immediate standpoint. Uh, we were able to bring uh, Christine Benny on to be our military relations coordinator, which is huge. Obviously, we live in a military community, and and uh, the timing was right for Christine and and. Uh, uh, so we've been so pleased and how she's been able to connect us and our Armed Forces Community Foundation in ways. And uh, you know the sky is so open and, and prosperous uh, for the potential that we can uh, what we can do to serve our military families and that's been cool. And then in the summertime, uh, Mitzi Richards uh, joined us as our director of philanthropy. Uh, Mit- Mitzi comes to us. Um, I worked with Mitzi and a long time ago when I came back in '97 to K-State Foundation, and she brings a wealth of talent to us. and uh, And working with philanthropists, working with families, and they're giving uh, structure, and so it's uh, it's been great to have her on board and just continue to uh, enhance the quality of our staff. And but more than anything, just the the servant thought thought process of our staff. I mean. We are, are very fortunate that uh, we have individuals that want to serve others, and um, sure, they get paid for it to do that, but their heart is in the service, not in the paycheck, and, uh, and that's, uh, that's really cool, and I really like that.
0: I think we can also say a thank you to Elaine Duvetter for the so many years and so much work that she had done here and retired here uh, this past summer.
1: Yeah, just the uh, the idea, just like the philanthropists that give to us. Elaine uh, invested a lot of time in in bringing the foundation to where it's at. I mean, we go back to the early founders in 1999, and then we progressed through the process. I think Elaine came here uh, to the foundation in 2008, and and she just retired this last year. And and uh, but she had done so many things. Uh, uh, multiple talents. She would run our grant programs, scholarship programs, marketing programs, and so she was a uh, kind of the the old jack of all trades, so to speak. And uh, and yeah, it's been uh, we, we've it was fun to honor her and and let people know all that she has done. Not only at the annual meeting last year, but then uh, the uh, right before she retired, uh, we had an event for her too, and and that was pretty cool. So uh, uh, big impact for this community, and and I want i hope people appreciate her for for what all she did so quite a
0: year 2022 we had plenty of challenges and uh, lots of wonderful opportunities that uh, uh, and experiences that, that we shared at the greater manhattan community foundation
1: it is and the the number of events and opportunities that we have whether it be at our annual meeting semi-annual meeting or golf tournament or a fundraising event for a nonprofit, uh, uh just a lot of lot of chances to connect with people but uh uh, here again, and you know, I've always told people, um, you know, my heart is that charitable purpose or that charitable cause. How do we get as much money to that cause to make an impact as possible? And and so we want to keep our fees low. We want to keep the process quick. Uh, uh, we want to serve those individuals uh, so that they can uh, they can do what they do best and that serve those clients. So
0: and it's a delightful atmosphere to work in.
1: It is. I mean, this is the greatest job in the world, and, uh, um, and it's uh, very heart, heartwarming to, to see people um, get some help and the smile on their face and, and just the appreciation they have, and, and oftentimes not even know where the money came from, but just the appreciation that they have. And so uh, we're a very blessed organization and a very blessed community and a very blessed country
0: well we're very blessed to have you and your leadership and vision for the greater manhattan community foundation and the work that you and and your staff do and and all those how thankful we are for for the many people that uh that do the philanthropic aspect and for those that help those
1: in need and i i appreciate everything everybody's done in 2022 and i uh, wish everybody the very best through the holidays i hope everybody has safe travels but uh uh, certainly looking forward to 2023 and the excitement's going to be generated there, so uh, stay tuned. It's only going to get better.
0: Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by AstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.